Welcome to Evangel Church. Our mission is to bring people into a life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ. For more information, visit us at evangelchurch.com. Well, praise God. Let's continue to praise Him here as the guys get seated. Thank you to the choir and the musicians. Thank you, Pastor Chris, for that amazing introduction about the Teen Challenge ministry. If you want to volunteer some time, you know, we can send you out. And... <laughs> My name is Todd Sheehan. I get the incredible opportunity of serving as the director and, and pastor at Teen Challenge uh, New Jersey. And I got to tell you, North Jersey, it's, it's a tough place for a Red Sox fan. My wife is, is here today. Honey, would you stand and, and give a wave? I was at my, uh, my last checkup at my doctor, and he said, uh, so how's this teen challenge thing going anyway? I said, honestly, Doc, I, I, I really just get a front row seat for miracles. Just get a front row seat to see God perform miracles. And uh, it's, our, it's our vision as Teen Challenge New Jersey to reach every addict, every alcoholic, every, every hopeless life with the opportunity for change, with the opportunity to enter into destiny and purpose that we know is available in Jesus Christ. But honestly, we're so grateful for you, Pastor Chris, and, and your heart to reach the least of these, uh, for you as a body here at Evangel Church, your generosity. You guys have invested thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars. It's come out of your pocket. We are so grateful. If it wasn't for you, Teen Challenge would not be in existence. We could, know, we could not go after the vision that God has given us to see the captive set free. So give yourself a round of applause. We are so grateful for you. I'm reminded this morning of, of a quote by David Wilkerson that years ago he said, Surely we cannot claim a magical cure for addiction. He said, The devil that hides in the pills and the powder is so deadly strong that any such claim would be foolish. He said, all we can say is that we have found a power that captures a person more strongly than narcotics, more strongly than pills, more strongly than alcohol, but he captures only to liberate. Aren't you grateful for the liberation of Jesus Christ today? And David, thank you for sharing that testimony this morning. You've been liberated. Brother, where is David? There he is. David's been liberated, and I challenge you this morning to never turn back. Never turn back to the pain, the dysfunction, the despair. Never turn back. And we have stories, we have miracles taking place every day at Teen Challenge. Every month there are men uh, graduating the program. Mark 
And Dominic, would you stand up? Be seated. Mark and, Mark and Dominic are going to graduate the program on the 20th of November. So there's miracles happening every month at Teen Challenge, and we want to we share these miracles with you. One way that we do that is through our monthly miracle newsletter. I know that some of you already received that. If you don't get that newsletter and you'd like to read about these miracles, you received a prayer card when you came in. If you go ahead and fill that out, there's also a spot on there where you can put a prayer request. Maybe you're in a, a situation where there's a loved one that's struggling with an addiction. Or maybe you're believing for, for a job or a healing. Go ahead and write that down. We are praying over these cards multiple times a day on our campuses. And we want to believe with you that God is going to meet that need. We also want to remind you every month when you receive that newsletter that we'd like you to pray for us. We'd like you to pray for the ministry of Teen Challenge as we pursue the vision that the Lord has laid on our hearts. Amen? You can fill that card out. You can give it to one of the Teen Challenge guys at the end of the service or drop it by our table uh, in the hallway. I want to talk to you this morning briefly about the value of a penny. The value of a penny. Yes, it's that one cent piece in our currency. How many of you remember penny candy? Yep. When I was a kid, I would go to the corner store by my house sometimes a couple times a day, and you could literally buy anything for a penny. Pal gum, Swedish fish, 50 cents or a dollar would get you a massive bag of candy that you could hide from your parents and it would get you through the night. You could take it to school the next day. <laughs> to find a penny coming home from school, was a, it was a score. Why? Because a penny had value. A penny had worth. You see, but today, that's a different story. Today, church, pennies live lives of rejection. Usually seen on the ground, kicked to the curb, dropped, and forgotten. Many people assume that the penny is no longer good for anything. It's worthless. We don't even give it a second glance. Many folks consider the penny a nuisance. And when they receive change, they say, keep it. I don't want it anyway. A friend of mine, when he receives change through a drive-thru, he picks out the good coins and he literally throws the rest of the pennies on the ground there in the drive-thru. We push past the pennies to get on to the nickels and the dimes and the quarters. We step on them, we walk over them, we won't even bend over to pick them up because it's just too much trouble for just a penny. Did you know that the United States Treasury is talking about, is thinking about retiring the penny? Putting it to rest even though it's been with us in circulation since 1793. 
it actually cost the U.S. government 1.7 cents to make a penny. 70% more value than the coin. Since 1982, the copper penny is no longer copper. It's 97.5% zinc with a 2.5% copper cover. The coin's demise, I'm sure you've seen it, is evidence evident at convenience stores where you can give a penny or take a penny. In the eyes of most, it's the least valued coin. Useless, invisible, ignored, overlooked, discarded, and rejected. Did you know this morning, Evangel, that some people are actually treated like pennies? Did you know that some people in our neighborhoods and in our communities and right here in our state, right here in New Jersey, people are actually treated like pennies? Drug addicts, alcoholics, prostitutes, those that have had to live on the streets, homeless, victims of sex trafficking, they're actually just discarded as pennies. I was so grateful that we moved out of the inner city in Newark where literally our, our neighbor was a, it was a crack house. There was people getting shot and killed right outside the front door. There was so much gang activity in the neighborhood that literally I would pull handguns out of the wall around our building and turn them over to the police. So I'm so grateful that we've gone from having a crack house for a neighbor to our congressman, Leonard Lance. He lives right across the street. So I love our new neighborhood, but I was... I was going around, I was knocking on doors, and I had my wife and my daughter Evangeline, and we were introducing ourselves to some of the neighbors, and, and I got to one house up the street about a quarter mile away up on the left, and the neighbor came out, and he very sternly said, I, I really hope that you tell everybody what you're doing around here, because I don't really like it. He said, I don't want any drug addict running up my driveway that I'm going to have to shoot. People are treated like pennies. For centuries, many have regarded the value of these individuals as no more than a penny. And you see, the the honest thing is, the truth of the matter is that outside of the church, there's no compassion for the penny. There's no compassion for the drug addict. There's no compassion for the alcoholic. There's no compassion for the prostitute. But 
But you know, I think Jesus, I think he had something to say about the pennies. I think he had something to say about the way we should look at and the way that we should treat and the way that we should handle the pennies. Matthew 25, verses 37 through 40. Then those sheep are going to say, Master, what are you talking about? When did we ever see you hungry and feed you? Thirsty and give you drink? And when did we ever see you sick or in prison and come to you? And then the king will say, I'm telling you the truth. Whenever you did one of these things to the least of these, you did it to me. The least of them. That's the penny. Jesus said, you did it directly to me. Now, I got to tell you, I got to confess that, you know, Pastor Chris and I are friends, but we're not so close that he called me up and said, you need to preach on the least of these. We actually talked on Thursday, and he said, so tell me, what are you, what are you preaching on? And I said, I'm going to talk about the, the penny in our currency, the one-cent piece that's disregarded, set aside. I said, it's all based upon Matthew 25, the least of these. He says, what? <laughs> the least of these? It's all over our sanctuary. It's our, it's our theme. And I want you to get a hold of this. I think it's your theme, and I think that I'm speaking on it this morning because you have the heart of God, Evangel Church. You have the heart of God and the vision that God wants you to have for the world and for the pennies and for the least of these. I think that's what he's trying to say this morning. You see, because we can be difference makers. We can change the future for people. There are more pennies in existence today than any other coin. And no matter what anyone says, every penny has value. Listen to me. If others have discarded you, Jesus, he never will. If others have abandoned you this morning, Jesus, he never will. If others have abused you this morning, Jesus, he never will. He comes only to liberate. He comes only to bring freedom. He comes only to set the captive free. When others say you'll never make it, Jesus says, watch what I can do with a broken life that's surrendered to me. When others say you're worth nothing, you're just a useful, useless penny, Jesus says, watch how I can take nothing and turn it into something beautiful. Do we have any penny collectors 
in the house today? Any penny collectors? I want to challenge you this morning to start collecting some pennies. Whether they're tarnished or scratched or dented or dull or banged up or even if they have a hole shot through the middle of the penny, I want to encourage you this morning when you leave here that you start collecting pennies. You see, I have a, I have a small coin collection, you know, some Indian head pennies, some steel penny, steelhead pennies from the war, 1943, a couple of wheat pennies. All my pennies, they have value to me. I would never step on them. I would never kick them to the curb because they have value to me. You see, Jesus died for every penny because he sees value in every person on the planet. He sees value in the hungry. He sees value in the thirsty. He sees value in the stranger. He sees value in the one that needs clothing. He sees value in the sick, and he sees value in the hopeless prisoner. You see, because it's often time in the economy of God that the penny that appeared to have the least amount of value turns out to have the most value in God's economy. It was the morning of January 15th, 2004. And it was the first day of, of the rest of my life. And I was making my way from the west side of the city in Manchester, New Hampshire, from the Catholic Medical Center. I was calling uh, for about a week. I was calling the psych unit my home. And I was making my way from the west side of the city over to the east side of the city where the brand new Teen Challenge campus was located and I was entering the program that morning and I pulled up to the building and I got out of the car with all of my earthly possessions a couple bags and I started to make my way up the front steps and as I got to the top out of the door comes this lunatic with a big old smile on his face saying welcome to teen challenge you see this guy Mike who came flying out of the door that morning he had been addicted to crack cocaine for about a decade. So his dental work wasn't exactly up to date. If you know what I mean, his grill piece wasn't looking so good. But get a hold of this. He had a smile where it didn't matter what was going on on the outside. He had encountered Christ just a few weeks before that day and it changed everything for him. He had it on the inside. And when you have it on the inside, it doesn't matter what it looks like on the outside. And I remember looking at Mike and the Lord was literally, he was doing a work in my heart right there on that doorstep. Now, I hadn't even entered the program. 
I hadn't filled out the admissions application. I hadn't met the pastor or the staff. I hadn't been given a Bible. I hadn't been in prayer yet. But here was someone who had an encounter with Christ. He was just a tarnished penny. And there we were on that doorstep, and he was influencing my life for Jesus, and I hadn't even got in the program yet. You see, I didn't know what the future was going to hold, church. A couple months before that morning, I had held my 20-year-old girlfriend dead from an overdose of heroin and cocaine. You see, I thought that the the future for my life, I thought that my purpose was, was just to be a junkie was just to be a, a pill head, was just to be hopeless and helpless for the rest of my life, just to be a discarded penny. But as I stood there on that doorstep, one thing was for sure. I wanted what he had in his life, in my life. I wanted to be able to smile like that. I wanted to have that joy in my heart. You see... It's just, it's so easy in our culture today, it's so easy to just look past the pennies, isn't it? It's so easy to just be caught up in the busyness of life and and not see the penny that may be right next to you, may be right in front of you. Did you actually notice that there's, there's a bunch of pennies? up here this morning? There's a bunch of pennies all right here. Did anybody see a penny? It's so easy to look past the pennies. And I believe that there are pennies that are right out this door that they're they're waiting for you and they're waiting for me. They're waiting for us to to clean them off, to to hold them tightly, to, to love them, to show compassion to them, to feed them, to clothe them, to meet them in prison, to shine them up, to see them repurposed. They're waiting for us. They're right outside the doors. I want to challenge you this morning to become a penny picker-upper. No longer look past the pennies. I want to challenge you to become a penny picker-upper. You see, every time I pick up a copper penny, I send up a prayer that someone will pick up a broken person that day. I pray that someone who is in bondage to addiction would be set free. I pray for someone who is in bondage to alcoholism. Every time I pick up a penny, I pray for a discarded life. Every time I pick up a penny, I pray for someone who's been mistreated or devalued. I pray that they would discover that Jesus died for them and has a great purpose and destiny for their life. Would you join me? Evangel, would you become penny picker-uppers? Will you be that someone today? Will you pray for somebody? Will you reach out to somebody? 
Will you help pick someone up out of the dirt? Will you help someone be polished off and be cleaned up? Will you be the hands of Jesus? Will you be the arms of Christ? Jesus said, it's what you did to the least of these. You did it to me. Will you be a penny picker-upper? Do you want to be a penny picker-upper with me this morning? I have a copy of our book here, Changed Lives. This is our second print, 10 True Stories from Addiction to Freedom. My story is actually told in this book. It's filled with stories of dirty pennies that the Lord picked up and he repurposed and he transformed. There's a chapter on here in here that is help my loved one is addicted. It's dealing with addiction in the family. These are powerful stories of God's ability to transform any life. This is a powerful evangelical tool. We've seen these books get distributed at churches, get given away, and they, they actually bring people into the program. Hey, I was in my prison cell and I read these stories. And a few weeks later, they're in the program, stepping into their destiny and purpose in Christ. Chapter on addiction. Use this as an evangelical tool. Get a couple copies of the, this book and, and give it away. Give it as Christmas presents. Give it to your neighbor. There's a couple ways that you can get these. You can purchase one for $15. The other option is... You can sponsor any one of the pennies that we have here today. Any one of the men. Dollar a day, $30 a month, $360 a year. You don't even have to pay it today. Just make a commitment to sponsor one of our pennies and partner with Teen Challenge. And we want to give you one of these Change Lives books as a gift. And lastly, there's one other way you could get one, but you'd have to be the senior pastor here. Chris, if you could come on up. I want to give you this just as a small token of appreciation. Uh, your partnership, your heart for the least of these uh, is amazing, and uh, we're with you in this partnership and so appreciative. So I want to give this to you as a gift, and it says, Thank you, Pastor Chris. Thank you for partnering with Teen Challenge New Jersey to see discarded pennies picked up for the glory of God. Thank you for your heart towards the least of these. Love and blessings, Todd and all of us at Teen Challenge, New Jersey. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Are you thankful for God's word today? And what a challenge. And, uh, You'll see there are a couple pennies here. Someone right up here in the front, they were worried about them becoming a tripping hazard, so they were picking them up and you walk by. I don't know that I'll walk by one and not now think about God's plan for someone's life and Him changing it. And uh, today I want to just in invite us to respond to God's Word. And so would you stand with me? And I just felt weighed down, weighed down since the first time I heard this message last service. That man, whenever that penny's being described and it being so disregarded, so broken, so tarnished, so scratched up. 
as Pastor Todd was describing lives like that, I just felt the sense that there's some here today that are going through that exact place. And today you may have done a good job cleaning yourself up and trying to polish yourself and make yourself look the best you can. But if you look closely, you know that there's brokenness there. You know that there's scars there. You know that today you're not where you need to be. And today you need, you need God to come and do the work that only he can do. Only he can restore your life. Only he can forgive your sins. Only he can change you from the inside out. And so today, would you just close your eyes with me? Would you bow your heads? And would you just take an inventory of your life right now? Because God sees you as you are, not as you're pretending to be. And today, if you need him, if you're far from him, if you're dealing with that brokenness, if you need to ask him to come into your life and you're ready to follow him, Today, there's hope in the name of Jesus. And so I want you today, if you are ready to ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, if you're coming back to him and you've run from him for some time, let him come and do that work in your heart. Say this prayer with me if you're ready to do that today. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life to forgive me of my sins that have separated me from you. Lord, I know that you have come and you've died and rose again so that I could be forgiven. Thank you for that forgiveness. And I will now follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Today, today could be a brand new day for you. It's a day where God is changing everything. And I would want you just to be so bold if you could so that we could celebrate with you and praise God for what he's doing. If you said that prayer today for the first time, would you mind just lifting your hand above your head right now and saying, that's me. I said that prayer and accepted Jesus. Amen. Right here. Anyone else? Right there. I see you right there. Anyone else? That was you. You said it today. Praise God. If you're in the balcony, hand up. Praise God. We have some ushers that are around and they, please connect with them. We're going to have prayer workers here at the altar. Don't leave without coming down, letting us give you a a book and just a, a way for you to continue in your relationship with Jesus. We're excited for what God's doing. Praise God, church, right? He's changing lives and we're so thankful for that. For many of us here today, God has changed your life. Are you going to take Pastor Todd's challenge? Are you going to be someone that doesn't just live for yourself, but that you capture God's heart today to go and to pick up those pennies, to take part in seeing lives changed and transformed for the gospel? Pray for Teen Challenge and pray and begin to ask the Lord to put it on your heart how you will continue to give towards and invest in what God's calling us to do as a church to serve the least of these. In a few weeks, we're going to be given uh, an opportunity to make a commitment. And I want you to know that before we make a commitment as a church, we've already made a commitment as a leadership. We're going to be for the next few years pouring in to Teen Challenge New Jersey to see them go from 30 students to up to 100 students that could be there at a given time, receiving the message of hope in their lives being changed. Ask God to put it on your heart how you'll be a part of that when we come together to make that commitment in a few weeks. Amen. Amen. I'm going to pray for us. God bless you. Uh, we are going to take time to worship the Lord. We're going to have ministry at the altar here if you need prayer. Uh, but let's leave here with that calling and that burden in our heart to follow the Lord and to pick up those pennies. Jesus, we thank you today. Lord, we thank you that you came and you found us when we were down and out. And Lord, you didn't look on the outside, but you came and you changed us from the inside out. And today, Lord, we live to worship you and to follow you. Give us a heart for the least of these, Lord God. 
And Lord, may we have the same love, the same desire for those that the world may have turned away from. And Lord, continue to change us, Lord, as we go out to see others' lives changed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. We have ministry at the altar, and we'll see you again next week.